Okay, so hello everyone and welcome back to the first Q&A of Thrive 4.0. Um, this is very exciting because this is our first one with Karen. So Karen, say hey. Hey, very excited to be here. Very. Can't wait to do our first yeah. Q&A for Thrive. Very exciting. So um, for anyone who is just listening on their first um, Thrive 4.0, basically you ask questions in the group or even questions that you maybe you send to myself or Karen. And um, if they're not like specifically very personal, we answer them on the Q&A so then we can help everybody. And that way it's a lot easier. So any questions like that, you throw them into the group um, or you can obviously email them to us and we will answer them on the weekly Q&As. And um, if it's obviously a very personal or private matter, then you can speak to your coach. Um, and as well as that, obviously, we just started and this was actually a Thrive sellout. So can I get a whoop, whoop? <laughs> You're supposed to whoop, Karen, what the fuck? Um, a whoop, whoop. A whoop, whoop. Um, this was a, a Thrive sellout. So it has been really busy, which is very exciting. But obviously, with setting up and personalizing everyone's programs, there have been a few wee blips. So I will say that. Apologies from my end. Um, but if you have any issues of, with anything on your app or anything like that, then just reach out to the coach that you're designated um, and we'll get straight to it ASAP. Try not to pop them into the um, group just because if they get lost, then we don't see them and we don't know where they are. So um, just send them directly to your coach and then we'll get them sorted for you ASAP. So thank you for your patience with us there as well. Anyway, let's get straight into it. Okay, so we've got a few questions this week um, kicking it straight off. So you've got the first one with there which says should you add any cardio or less or bike or yoga if their goal is fat loss so at the minute this this client anyway and majority of the clients I think everyone on Thrive is trying to lose body fat fat loss but also some are building muscle at the same time um, and you've all got some workouts in there with resistance training or else you're doing your own classes should you add any cardio so for anyone that doesn't know what list is that's low intensity steady state training which could be like for example a 20 minute walk on the treadmill at like an incline of two um versus something that's like hit which is high intensity and short um the first answer is no you don't need to do that you do not have to add anything extra from what we said fat loss primarily will come from your nutrition and from your step goal which is your neat so that's your non-exercise activity thermogenesis um predominantly those two things like 90% and then about 10% will come from your exercise that you do Um, if you would like to add on a little bit of cardio like a little finisher I would say I have it at the end of your resistance training Um, or if you're just like I like to tick off the boxes that I've said like my four workouts and this um, I don't know you want to come to the crosshunt run <laughs> um, or you want to do your own crosshunt run or you want to go out for a little run or whatever and add it on absolutely go for your life you can do that but it's not essential um for fat loss a lot of people will actually find they go hell for leather too quickly I find anyway with clients they're like I need to do all this cardio their hunger rises a lot when they do cardio now everyone is different but some people find their cardio or their hunger goes really high and they end up eating themselves out of the calorie deficit that they're in so fat loss remember comes from the calorie deficit side of things so that's nutrition and your daily movement exercise is for your overall health and strength yes absolutely and yeah, I definitely agree with that. It is so like any form of movement is obviously so beneficial. So it's kind of what form of movement you enjoy the best. Like if you'd like to run or do extra different things, happy days, go ahead. But it's not something that you need to do on an addition to workouts. Um, as Tara said, you have to be kind of really careful of going too hard and burning out then. And then actually you feel like it's a chore and you don't enjoy it. So it's taking it slow, one step at a time and just kind of 
go with the achievable and realistic goals for you yes I think that's that's literally it like we said and then also for anybody else I actually will add this in for anyone who is like Karen said it's about doing movement that you enjoy and sometimes movement that fits into your life so while sometimes people are like yeah I'll go and do like a four-day gym program you might quickly realize actually that's not what you want to do and you prefer going to the gym classes for accountability that is completely fine if that is the case and you change your mind then you can just email whoever your coach is either me or Karen and just say hey I actually said I would do that but I prefer going to my three gym classes there is no problem with that whatsoever and mm-hmm. um, we can obviously help you if you then say in six weeks I'd maybe in four weeks I'd rather try then go to the gym by myself once then that's completely fine but it's what you enjoy and exercise 100% it, it shouldn't be something that you're like oh I have to do this mm-hmm. yeah. absolutely okay next one um and I kind of briefly touched on this in the email there, but um, is protein the most important macro? Karen? So all macros are important, but in relation to most of people's goals in terms of kind of um, fat loss, protein is very important because of all the different benefits um, that it will bring. So like protein is the slowest digestible um, macro. So it means it basically keeps you fuller for longer. So if you have a higher protein intake, you are more likely to be fuller from your meals. And then in turn, you will be less likely to kind of overeat and snack more so throughout the day, mindless snacking. Um, And then also if you are in the gym and you're trying to build muscle and strength, the protein is our building block to all of that. So it's key for that. But carbs and fats also do play like a really important role as well it's just the specific numbers of that are not as important I would say yeah 100% so for that and for everyone on Thrive like I said the protein targets are now set on like your dashboard so you can see like the protein that you should try and hit just because the meal examples for a lot of people they show a lot higher protein and some people will get severely overwhelmed by that majority of people do not need to be eaten anywhere near those numbers like 200 grams of protein for somebody who's just starting out on a fat loss phase is just insane so definitely follow the target that is on your dashboard and like we said prioritize protein mainly for the benefits that protein gives you when you're in a fat loss phase and when you're trying to if not build muscle then preserve muscle um so again keeping you fuller is the hack like Karen said and then also not just the building blocks of muscle but the building blocks of actually all of your cells so your hair mm-hmm. skin nails etc all of that yeah. so don't dismiss protein the reason everyone puts such an emphasis on protein is because in our diets we don't get enough of it we get so much extra carbs and fats um, and it's just like you go to the shop and it's just carbs and fats everywhere there's barely mm-hmm. any protein you know there's like one shelf that has protein stuff on it so just the reason that we emphasize it so much is because it's likely that that's what's missing in your diet for 99% of people. Um, so I just bear that in mind. And then for everyone else, I have also said that like fats and carbs are obviously very important. Fear no macronutrient, mm-hmm. but make sure that it's at your preference. I wouldn't worry about those numbers, to be honest, for anybody on Thrive. I would mm-hmm. rather you just do it at your own personal preference, but make sure your fats don't go anywhere below about 45 grams a day just mm-hmm. for your overall health, especially as females predominantly there. It's very important. So yes, I would say it is probably the most important. Yeah, for this girl. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, for this girl. And then 
I have a few vegans on there and a few people um as well who are just saying that generally their fat content will tend to be higher. That's very normal for vegans and um, for their fat content to be higher and their carbs to be a little bit lower in order for them to get more protein in because the things that contain more protein tend to contain more fat. Again, mm-hmm. that's completely fine. That is your lifestyle. Um, you're not going to go and tell a vegan to go and eat a chicken breast. So <laughs> I wouldn't sweat about that one. No. Um, I think you had a question about protein that tied in, didn't you? um oh yeah in terms of how to actually like increase your protein because as we all know everyone bangs on about keeping your protein high but actually how to go about doing that is a very common um struggle I suppose so the main things I would suggest is to break down your meals like breakfast lunch and dinner and snacks and see what you're at currently what you're eating are you getting a protein source in each of these meals if not that's your first step add a protein source for each of your meals if you are currently having something with a protein then you can look to increase that specific do you know you could just increase the actual portion size of the protein you currently have um and then you can add snacks protein snacks is so much out there now the protein puddings the all of the different things that they do and like little and aldi and whey protein vegan protein all of that is beneficial as well but first and foremost is just to make sure that you have enough spread out through your meals in the day because that will make it actually easier to make the little increases and changes there yeah 100% I agree and then I think a lot of people are worried about like the approach of supplements so a there's nothing wrong with protein supplements in fact for a lot of people I would actually recommend supplements and um, however it's definitely a food first approach now people mm-hmm. also be like oh I don't want to eat protein supplements so they're like I'm not gonna eat yogurt and stuff yogurt is food mm-hmm. yeah like a lot of the time you will have maybe an added something into like for example the core like a lot of them yogurts are cork so they're actually a hybrid between cheese and yogurt and I don't think people realize that they're probably gonna be like ew <laughs> yeah that turns around <laughs> yeah but obviously you've got like additives in there as in like you've got flavors but also the same people would probably be drinking coke if you can yeah. drink a can of coke I would not be worrying that you're eating a yogurt supplements obviously in the form of actual like protein bars or maybe even protein powder mm-hmm. you can add those on after but like you can get it in whole foods 100% like all your meats etc I'll even send out a protein source file and you can see all of it's in there it's in beans it's in legumes food first approach and then like say you're missing 10 15 grams then you can maybe look at adding a supplement in if it helps you because it's it's cheap and it's handy as well and and also like don't forget like Instagram Google all of these are such good sources as well of just like knowing what like protein you can get so much high protein recipes make it exciting get creative with it there's so much out there and um, of the actual like food like that protein is in Do you know if you want to kind of increase your knowledge around that there's so much there as well yeah that's actually a really good suggestion as well is like obviously me and Karen are here we're here to keep you accountable we're here to coach you through everything but like don't be afraid to get spicy with it like go find <laughs> your favorite there's literally people who spend hours creating content about food and different recipes and all that there like that's free resources like bbc mm-hmm. food even is a good resource yeah. there's so many things on there even eatthismuch.com is a really good um resource as well i don't know if anyone's ever used that but especially if you have like an intolerance if you put in eatthismuch.com um it has like different recipes kind of like breaks it down for you and gives you different ideas and can let you swap things out and stuff um so yeah like don't be afraid to go and look at those things because there's so many things out there or even your favorite meal you can look that up and like look at different variation of how you could swap yeah. the things with about what you're already doing 
because we always say that to each other we're always like everyone on average eats what like you always say the same 15 meals yeah same 15 like food sources isn't that um nice? yeah it's just like a different variation of that I definitely am like that but sometimes I'm like okay yeah. we need to spice yeah, change it up <laughs> microbiome is going to be absolutely shit yeah, exactly and um, mm-hmm. so but okay next one uh this I think relates to both of us um in regards to oh yeah sorry no that was the one after should I go over my calories to get my protein target if your goal is fat loss no so you can have a, a fat loss goal and a muscle building goal but you need to accept the fact that muscle building will be slightly slower if you're in a fat loss phase you'll also prioritize one of those goals so if fat loss is your main goal like you can have two at one time but one has to be above the other so if your overall arching goal is fat loss with with some muscle preservation if not building then the calories matter more for the calorie deficit side of things if however you're like "Mm, I don't mind losing a little bit of body fat along the way and I really want to make sure that I'm you know building muscle then you can look to increase your protein and have that as your goal so you would go over your calories slightly in order to get your protein but generally no calories first protein second ideally both at the same time (laughs) (laughs) yes uh but some days it's not going to be like that it's not going to be like that we're we're like we know ourselves there's going to be even maybe people struggle a little bit more at the weekends and stuff like that that's definitely normal doesn't mean you can't try and doesn't mean you can't put effort Mm -hmm. in but we don't expect you to be perfect 24 no exactly um okay next one can you bank calories i have like two opinions on this do you want to go first yeah i also have two opinions and i think you have to really be kind of know yourself in terms of what opinion is going to suit best for you um so there's the two sides of it that is yes you can bank calories if it's something that you don't feel that the numbers are going to stress you out um you can remove a little bit a little bit is the key word here uh during the week uh so that allows a little bit of extra flexibility and freedom on the weekend if that's when you're kind of event is on or something like that um however what i would say is you want to be quite careful and mindful of this technique because if you are someone who is quite stressed about numbers and um, it can lead to a phase of restricting too much and then ending up overeating and then after the weekend comes you think you need to restrict again and that's the yo-yo phase that we want to avoid mm-hmm. so it is very important that you kind of take the approach that most suits you which is completely person dependent yes I 100% agree I mean you said the two opinions there I also have a podcast on this so I'll send out if anyone does want to have a little listen into what calorie banking is in case you've never known what that is so for example if you eat 1800 calories on average a day you can basically take like 200 off Monday to Friday have a bit more flexibility which works for a lot of people at the weekends now sometimes it works for a lot of people but like rarely you know so if they've got a wedding then they'll use this technique I personally would not recommend everyone to use it all of the time because quite often it becomes Monday to Friday very restrictive weekend blowout and you can more mentally get fatigued from that and then Mm -hmm. feel like you're stuck in that rut in that rut in that rut so if you are somebody who struggles with overeating a lot at the weekends I would actually probably say don't do this Mm -hmm. and and if you struggle with that restrictive like you said overeating cycle but specifically if you're somebody who really does restrict Monday to Friday and is in that cycle and be like this is just what I do get rid of that label that this is just what you do you don't do that Mm -hmm. anymore you can you can choose a different path doesn't mean you can't have more flexibility at the weekend but know that it's okay also if you're not able to calorie bank especially I would say women the week before your period Mm. 
good luck trying the calorie bank for most people for most people because usually it doesn't work out and if it doesn't work out don't worry just go back to your normal and get a little extra walk in or something at the weekend so yeah. yes you can think, do it yeah I think that's key as well just getting back to normal so whatever approach you take whether you calorie bank or you don't calorie bank like once you've finished that event or whatever it is that's going on getting back to normal is the most important part because that's what keeps the consistency and moving forward the end of the day it's one day or one weekend it's not going to make massive difference what will make the difference if it is if it kind of spirals long term whereas we just want to keep moving forward one step at a time and not overthink it either way yeah exactly keep her lit exactly Sorry, you're gonna have to start saying that is it though like anything anybody anywhere whether it comes to calorie banking or not you feel like you're off it no more than two days like one day go by get back on it if it doesn't work second day after two days cut the cord keep going you have to keep, keep going, going no matter what keep her lit <laughs> keep her lit honestly and um, we don't have all or nothing mindsets around here we have no, no pocket buttons we have no oh god I did that no no no, no. we're no. focused okay always exactly see where your feet are and only look forward yeah. um okay next one is oh yeah should I change my calories on days that I'm more active aka training days non-training days if I'm going for a big hike if I'm not I'm gonna go ahead and answer this one no it's about your overall general intake especially if your goal is fat loss now I'm not saying if you don't if you go on a huge hike and you're starving obviously that is slightly different like you might want to um, increase your food a little bit there or if you know that you're not really hungry one day and you are going for a big hike another day and you really do want to eat a little bit more that day that's completely fine but it's about your overall average calorie intake for the week so if you do go over in your calories that day you're going to pull yourself a little bit further out of the calorie deficit with that being your goal so no we don't change our calories on training days and non-training days and I don't know how long this hike is but like a general hike is probably just going to contribute to your step count more than anything um so yeah that would be my answer yeah I agree I also would say a reminder that our bodies don't actually know what day it is or what's kind of going on so it like Tara said it's consistency like over time over the week it's not one particular day um that's going to make a difference listen to your body in terms of if you're way hungrier one day or way less hungrier but not specifically doing it like waking up in the morning be like okay I'm going to be moving less I'm going to eat less that's not yeah. we don't don't want to get into that it's just keep it normal yeah and your your body needs fuel at all yeah times, every single day whether you're training or not and everyone on thrive not in a bad way I do like to think that I'm an athlete and of course you're all athletes in your own right but <laughs> at the end of the day like we're not standing up on any you know stage trying to get into bikini competing we're here no. to live our lives in line with our values and knowing what it is that's worth for us also with values I actually seen somebody comment in the group and that actually just reminded me I thought I pulled all them out but I didn't and this one sparked a thought um I think she is going with very excitingly for her wedding menu tasting love that for her um and she was like how will I track calories or I don't really know what to do so what I would say and this is probably an introduction and this will actually be the first task that we're going to talk about is finding out what you value. I would probably think, and I'm going to go ahead and answer this for you, that you do value picking the food for your wedding day. And this is really important. So I would say go be present. If you value something in your life, then there's no guilt that needs to be attached to this. This is a time that you're going to be there with your partner. You're going to have a great time. You're going to see all the food. It's going to be amazing. 
don't worry about my fitness pal don't track or any of those things in that meal personally I would not recommend that what I would say is if you do feel like you want to work in line with your values which is going there and being present but also towards your goals what you can do is say that's your evening meal and yeah let's be realistic there's probably a few thousand calories in there or a thousand or whatever of those that, well there might even be because it's probably more like tasting bits have a high protein lower calorie high volume meal so that might look like for breakfast a protein yogurt with shit tons of fruit in it um, mm-hmm. And then for lunch, that might be having like, I don't know, like, again, something that's high in protein, like a tuna bagel, but with shit tons of salad on the side. Um, Or if you're having like a chicken curry, have a little bit less rice, way more um fruit and or not fruit and vegetables, not curry, way more vegetables on the plate to like, again, eat high volume, um, high protein, because that'll keep you nice and full, lower calorie options. So then in the evening, you're like, right, I've got like a thousand calories roughly I'm not going to take myself out of my calorie deficit just on this one meal and I'm going to be present and then again what Karen said come back the next day pick up where you left off and just keep going yes 100% hit the nail on the head with that one (laughs) (laughs) Um, and that also probably applies for the question that came into you I think with um, regards to what was it they were they were like how will I track this yeah, that same same type of thing that it was, how will I track um, or should I track or should I not track or just keep going. And like that, it's just when you know your values, you know your priorities. Um, the main thing is that you just keep going as normal after. But yeah, one particular event is not going to be the end of the world. Like in the grand scheme of things, what are you going to remember more? Like, say, this example of menu tasting for your wedding or the specific numbers you had like you're not going to remember that so I think it's it's really important to be be mindful and be present in these fun moments that we call life <laughs> yeah exactly and then just with that on the other hand of that I'm like hmm, bring it back around because I don't also want other people to be like oh well, I can go on like meals out every single night and be okay with that what we're saying here is like that is a big life event mm-hmm. and that is really important and that is what you value now also going to your best friend's birthday might be something that you really value but a random Friday night meal out might be something that you do value going to but you still want to really work in line with your goals in that case if it was just like we're going out for dinner tonight I would track that and I would overestimate what you're going to do. Obviously, you can't go into a restaurant and scan the plate and it's going to come up. <laughs> Unfortunately, that's not going to happen. Um, but and it, and it shouldn't be. And again, it's not something to be worried about. But do do account for that food that's going in there. Like know that that happened and then move on from it. Um, mm-hmm. So obviously, there's like with anything in health and fitness, there's two sides of every coin. Um, but again that's like what I'm talking about like you know your mom and dad being like oh we run into the town and get food here we'll go out for dinner that's what I'm talking about there versus going for a meal tasting or your best friend's birthday or your boyfriend's birthday or something there's obviously two different situations and that just reminds me again my head is like ding 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 um the my fitness pal everybody so anyone who is tracking on my fitness pal if you are somebody who maybe is new to my fitness pal um, my fitness pal charge people to scan the items they're little buggers so unfortunately that's not our um anything that we can control that's what they've done now to monetize the app we are not saying that you have to go and pay for the app the app obviously does link into our app which makes it a lot easier and um, so that we can see so you can literally just type in the word I know that is probably a little bit annoying um, and I know there's some lucky people listening to this being like well my app still scans I know my app personally my app still scans 
but like my boyfriend's app doesn't scan and this is something that's very common so it just kind of depends I think especially if there are app updates in the app store or anything like that Mm. or if you were previously using a different email address and it didn't link to the app and then you made a new one something like that there there's unfortunately absolutely nothing that we can do about that again if you decide that you're like oh I really want to pay for this just because I can't be bothered with scan with having to type it in that is your own decision but we're not saying that you have to do that you can very easily just type it in and it will come up again apologies but nothing nothing that's in our control any other questions for us mm, no i don't have any other You're questions like- sorry i was like who are you talking to <laughs> no. Uh, no i have no other questions there main ones. perfect 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 i'll just quickly check the group here and see that nothing else came in um what was i gonna say no that's it that's all that is there okay so that is it for today thank you very much Karen I'm buzzing to have you here it's so exciting that I get somebody else to bounce off and also yeah it's so fun points of view and it's really really exciting and good so yes Karen is at Coach Cass um so you will see her a lot there if anyone has any questions obviously throw them into the group for now and anything that's specific about your own app can you please just email your coach um, mm-hmm. and we will sort it out from there. And I hope you have a fantastic day. Yes. Thank you so much. Enjoy the rest of your day. Talk to you Bye. soon. Bye.